is the best Patriots tight end? Who is the best Miami Dolphins wide receiver? We'll talk about that and more right now as we look at AFC projections on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer. I got Chris Towers here to talk about some AFC projections. We just did the uh, the full-length show, so please check that out, Fantasy Football Today. You wanted to talk about the Patriots tight ends. A lot of people are on the John U train. You have Hunter Henry and John Smith projected pretty similarly, but you actually like Hunter Henry a little bit more, and you have him leading the team in targets. Yeah, I think the consensus right now is that Jonu is the tight end to have for the Patriots. I think they're both pretty fringy starters uh, at this point, but I do have Hunter Henry slightly ahead. I know he got less money than Jonu Smith. It was mostly just he got one fewer year on the contract. The AAV is actually very similar for the two of them. Um, I just think Hunter Henry the role he can play in this offense and and most offenses is a little more valuable because he's been more of a guy who can stretch the field guy who can make plays in the red zone. That hasn't really been Janu for his career. When he was in Tennessee, he did score a lot of touchdowns last season. I think he had eight in uh, less than a full season, but for the most part, he's been a short yardage catch and run kind of guy. And that leads to big plays, but it can lead to a lot of really short plays and his, you know, generally speaking, Lower average depth of targets usually equates to fewer touchdowns. So that's my concern there, that Jonu will be used more in a short and intermediate way, Hunter Henry more up the seams uh, in a way that create more big plays and and more valuable touches. I'm not really sure there's going to be any scenario where I have a Patriots passing game member on (laughs) Um, my team, other than Cam. James White? No. I've never Maybe Mac, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, you said? Oh, you no, mean James White? Mac Jones is the starter. Maybe, maybe James White. I don't know. It's really hard to say because they've completely revamped their receiving core, uh, but it's still a pretty bad one. Right. And, yeah. and I think the yeah. assumption is either Cam Newton or Mac Jones. It's not going to be a great passing game no matter what. So, no, I think that's fair. But if I did have to pick one tight end, uh, it would be Henry, especially since he's cheaper and. I don't mind the late round dart throwing Jacoby Myers. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's go to the Chiefs. Clyde Edwards Dealer is someone you like a lot. You have him dominating carries 232 to 98 for Daryl Williams. Um, and you also have 50, almost 51 catches for Clyde Edwards Dealer. Yeah. And he comes out as RB12 for you uh, with, a, with a good amount of touchdowns. So, um, but not that many. I'm actually a little surprised that his numbers come out to RB12. For you, I guess, because 232 carries is a lot more than Daryl Williams, but it's not workhorse. Material. No, it's receptions, receiving yards. It all kind of adds up to a to a whole that's better than the sum of the parts. And, you know, the thing with Clyde Edwards-Alaire is the reasons we liked him this time a year ago haven't gone away. This is still an awesome offense. It's still an offense that has created a lot of value for running backs. And it's still an offense that historically, at least, has leaned heavily on one running back, whether it was you know, Kareem Hunt being the obvious example, but even Damian Williams, when he was healthy, was typically getting, you know, uh, a lion's share of the work. I think that's going to be CEH. Last season, you know, I know when he came back for the playoffs, he was splitting time with Darrell Williams or even getting less time than Darrell Williams, but he was coming back from a pretty serious ankle and hip injury that, you know, looked like it was going to end his season at one point. So I think we can kind of put that off to the side and say, you know, this is kind of a fresh start. This is still a great situation. He's still a pretty good talent, I think. I don't think my my assumption about his talent has changed much. So once I start adding it all up together, 
it's just hard not to make him, you know, a borderline number one running back. And everyone agreed with that a year ago. So, you know, I don't know if that much has changed since then. Over to the Miami Dolphins. And I think we had a great Miles Gaskin discussion on the full length show. So I encourage mm-hmm. everyone to pick it up. Chris, we only got about 30 seconds left. So tell us why you didn't project Jalen Waddle for, for big numbers, only 45 catches on 81 targets. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uncertainty in this Miami Dolphins passing game, and it could be that he's the leading wide receiver, but he's a foreign elite wide receiver prospect. He's very small at 5'10", 180 pounds, and he does not have the typical production track record that you look for from a high-end receiving prospect. That's not to say he can't be a very, very good NFL wide receiver. I think he will be. I just, I think in year one with Will Fuller and Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki, I think he could be more of a complimentary piece in this offense with a chance to really take off in year two. Will Fuller is on a one-year contract. All right, that's Chris Towers on Fantasy Football Today in 5. A lot more of these great projections discussions with Chris and Heath on Fantasy Football Today. And we will talk to you tomorrow on FFT in 5.